comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. It's really nice to be on your own. There's no one tying you down. You listen to music whenever you like. You masturbate whenever you want. Go for walks whenever you like. Have a chat whenever you like. I don't miss companionship at all. I was masturbating behind those trees over there. Hello, everybody. LR Radio Broadcast. Broadcasting on a Saturday. Doesn't matter for the podcast listeners. You don't care when I do the show. Super Bowl weekend here in the United States. So that's why I'm doing the show early. Because we all got to get drunk, right? It's an American uh, celebration on a Sunday afternoon when two football teams get together and they play for a championship no one's going to care about the following day. It's all about the journey. That's what I'm saying. It's not about the championship. It's about the journey getting to the championship. Word up. LR Radio Broadcast, Lunatic Radio Show, broadcasting for 20 years. No one's ever heard the goddamn show. That's fine with me. I'm not about the likes. I don't really care. I do the show for the folks who listen to it. And if you're listening to it, thank you. Follow us on the uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Lunatic Radio. But I will suggest this, follow us on Instagram, because I don't do much on anything else. Too many social media platforms. Uh, Chris Italia, who joined me on last week's broadcast, who dove deep on the small business stuff with Andrew Cuomo and the, all the political crap going on in uh, New York and Manhattan. Uh, that's a good show, actually. Go check that out. Uh, he's been telling me about TikTok. TikTok. And he's been sending me all these silhouette challenges. Videos of uh, scantily clad women. doing. I don't know what the hell it is, man. TikTok's a whole nother thing. That's another thing I'm not on. Trying to limit my uh, social media stuff, which is probably terrible for the radio program. But I'm not here to do my podcast for the likes and uh, for the people. I just do it for the folks who enjoy it. If you stumble upon the show and you seem like it, fucking just, God damn it, just listen and enjoy it. There you go. That's all I uh, ask for. You know, I would do it for the people. I have fun doing this. The only reason why I do radio is because I want to generate some laughter in my life. <laughs> I don't want to be famous. I wouldn't be doing this for fucking 20 years to nobody uh, if I wanted to be famous. That would be insane. I, I, I would quit. My sole purpose was to be famous doing radio. I wouldn't be doing this right now. There is no chance. <laughs> I do it because I enjoy it. It's fun. It's like playing, uh, you know, it's like uh, just about the same masturbation. <laughs> And uh, I didn't, so I didn't go there. It's like, yeah, whatever you do, you know, whatever, you know, everybody out there, you got hobbies, right? You watch shit, you got hobbies, you know, uh, I enjoy doing this. I don't know why. <laughs> to be honest with you, I sit here for three hours before doing every show and I'm just like, I don't want to do this. But then once the uh, time uh, hits to start the radio program, I jump on there and I'm like, yeah, or, you know, I could do this for about an hour and then I'll stop and I'll go home and I'll jerk off and that's all I'm going to do. Yeah, so follow us on the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, at Lunatic Radio. Uh, I was watching some goddamn documentary about this same subject that I'm talking about, the likes in the uh, social medias, and I forget what it was called. Uh, it was called Fake Famous on, uh, there's, there it is, Fake Famous on the um, HBO Max. And uh, yeah, it was a uh, documentary on, I guess this guy goes out and he takes the uh, Three average foes who have moderate followers on the Instagrams, like, you know, in the 400s or like us <laughs> or, you know, people who have, you know, it's just a, a person who has like a thousand followers and they try to make them influencers. And man, was that mind numbing to watch. <laughs> it was just mind numbing. But I did have a couple takeaways from watching that goddamn documentary, Fake Famous on um, Instagram, uh, on uh, HBO Max, because some of those uh, people actually work. They really work at becoming an influencer. And it's very like a, it's a very vapid kind of thing. <laughs> it's a very, va it's bizarre. It's it, to be an influencer is, is very bizarre, but I mean, you could, if you're in it straight for money, I get it. I kind of get it. It's easy. 
It seems easy. It's, it seems hard too. The documentary made it seem hard. I don't know. It's just something I wouldn't want to do. I'd rather just go to a nine to five, you know, job, punch in, punch out, clock in, clock up, whatever the fuck you do. And uh, call the day, come home, sleep, make some food, go to bed. I wouldn't want to have to be dealing with my goddamn Instagram 24 seven. How many likes did I get? Should I take that fucking picture down because it didn't get a fucking 2000 likes? My New York accent just kicked in right there. You know, I wouldn't fucking do that. It was interesting watching this fucking. And of course, they take like in the, in the, in the documentary, Fake Famous, uh, they, you know, they audition people to become the subjects they want to take on to help become Instagram famous. And one's a girl, one's a black guy, one's a gay dude. Got all the bases covered there. <laughs> and of course, uh, you know, if you want, I'm not, you know, it, it, I'm really not ruining anything. The girl's the one who becomes like the influencer because she's pretty and she's charismatic. The black guy realizes, you know, halfway through the whole spiel that he doesn't want to be fake. He wants to be authentic. And the gay guy just freaks out when people start bagging on him <laughs> on, uh, you know, trolling him on the goddamn uh, Instagram. So, you know, the girl's the only one that wins up. She becomes something. But then she realizes she has this epiphany where she's just like, Ah, this is not real. I don't want to. This doesn't uh, feel real, you know. But these influencers are out there. They get they get some shit sent to them. You know, you get like a what two two hundred thousand followers. You get some free shit. So if you're in for free shit, man, you get you know. There you go. We don't have that. <sighs> I always think of no country for old men, man. <laughs> Every time I I see the Instagram or social medias and see what people are doing on the web and. TikTok and all this fucking shit, uh, algorithms. Every time I hear the word algorithm, I think of no country for all men because this world is just fucking simply passed me by. <laughs> I am just not into any of that shit. I just, you know, I, yeah, I do, I do the radio show and then I peace out for about a week. Then I come back and do the radio show and then I peace out for another fucking week. I don't get all the likes. I don't get the people who are jonesing for some sort of uh, following on the internet. <laughs> I, I don't get it. If it happens, it happens. So be it, you know? It's better to be authentic than to have, like in, 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 in this fake famous documentary I was watching, the producer who was helping these, the director of it, the creator of the documentary, was helping these three subjects by buying uh, fake followers for them. So for their Instagram accounts. So he would buy like 7,500 followers and he would send them to that guy's account, and over a period of three or four days, that person's followership would go up, you know? And I was like, this is bizarre. And then I realized halfway through the documentary that that is actually a giant business. That's like a $20 million business, buying fake followers on Instagram and LinkedIn or whatever the fuck it is, you know? That's a business. You have to go to, you have to like purchase fake followers from a company who sells them to you for $119. $119 to buy like 4,000 followers or something like that. And then you can buy fake comments. Then it got me thinking. I was like, do people buy fake views on YouTube? I would imagine they do, right? I'm sure you can go do that. I was just like, why, why do you want to do Like, what is the fascination with having people just constantly staring at you all day? I don't get that. I am. I don't know if I'm ahead of my time or I'm just fucking, I just don't care. And I'm, I'm behind the times. I don't know. None of that fascinates me. And you're probably looking at me, you know, on the camera here going, you're full of shit. You're on camera. You got a microphone. You got a big, nice backdrop behind you. You spent thousands of dollars on a broadcasting equipment. Why wouldn't you want it? But I just like to have laughs. <laughs> I just want to, I mean, I'm, I'm so eager to laugh that I'm doing this by myself. No one even wants to fucking join me. <laughs> it's hard to create laughs when there's no one interacting. By the way, if you want to call in, and no one wants to call in because I'm doing this to my fucking self basically right now, uh, 716-325-0299 if you want to call into the radio program. I doubt that's going to happen because there's no one fucking listening right now, live at least, maybe on the, uh, you know, on the uh, uh, podcast or whatever the fuck it's called, on the podcast, maybe you're listening, I don't know, you know, and if you're listening on podcast, you want to send in a random question, random question at lunaticradio.com, random questions are... If you have a random question in your head and you're like, you want it answered, you can post it to me at random question at random questions at lunaticradio.com. 
You know? And I played. Oh my God. You guys are throwing around them. Yeah. And I play that little stinger and I fucking read your random question and I dive into it and see what the fuck's happening. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. That's what I do. Fake famous. HBO Max. Go check that shit out. Uh, I guess it's entertaining. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so Super Bowl week. I'm sure everybody's fucking uh, clamoring for uh, the ins and outs on sports radio about who's going to uh, handicap the game best and who's going to win the fucking football game and all this crap. But I don't deal with it. I don't care. I watch the game. I think it's old. I think it's odd for middle-aged men and older men, for men, people who are men who are established in life to constantly be into sports talk radio and what's happening with people half their age who play a thing that they could never play. <laughs> they don't have the ability to play. I feel like it's weird to have a fascination. You got to root for the teams, the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sure you're excited, you know, but root for the team, not the fucking guy. Don't, don't be sitting there listening to these sports talk radio guys breaking down uh, football game footage going, if the, uh, the D-back hits the slot in the big, you know, and the X's and, you know, that shit is mind numbing. If you watch that and find that entertaining and you're just the average doe who's an accountant works in a cubicle is on a typey types all day. You know what I'm saying? Bizarre. Yeah. So if you want to call the radio program, 716-325-0299, I do have some stuff to talk about today and I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to call a day and then I'm going to go fucking hit some golf balls and drink some beers and uh, forget about how uh, mundane my life is. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, you're looking at a man whose radio career has hit rock bottom. That's what I'm saying. And I never really had a radio career. I did have uh, something going on for a little brief time, but not much. You know. Uh, yeah, so go watch the fake famous thing, man. You know, go watch that. See how influencers do the influencing thing. I actually was seeing some articles about it today on the online and people were like, oh, the director of fake famous doesn't know anything about being an influencer. Like people are mad, I guess, they that he insulted the influencer community. Ay, caramba. <laughs> Ay, caramba. You know? Everybody's an influencer. And there's like different categories of influencers. There's like a, what do they call it? A micro influencer? A micro influencer. Do you know what a micro influencer is? I will tell you right fucking now what a micro influencer is. Anybody who has 15,000 followers to like 25,000 followers. Or is it 6,000 followers to 15, whatever. It's somebody who's in the early thousands. Maybe like the like ten thousand. That's a micro influencer. And then you got the big influencers who are like a hundred thousand. And is anybody really getting influenced by these folks? You know, because most of the shit, obviously, if you watch that fake famous documentary, you see that most of the time, whatever influencer you're following is it, and their their feed and the pictures they take, they're not authentic. They're not from certain tropical destinations. They're not flying on private jets every fucking day. They're not, uh, you know, buying a Gucci watch and then the next day going out and buying a fucking Ferrari. That's not fucking realistic. That's not really happening in to people's lives. And if that's happening, do you really want that, all that stress? Like, do you, I don't want to live a life. I would never want to own a Ferrari, ever. Because I'd be too worried about that thing breaking down or uh, getting scratched or somebody fucking stealing it. It's stress. It's like owning a fucking boat where you got to take it out of the water every winter and then put it back in the fuck. I don't want to do that. It's like owning a fucking pool. And I think it's a leak and you're just like, ah, stress. It's inviting stress in your life. I'm watching this, these influencers and they're faking all this shit for people to follow. And people are thinking they're living a lavish life and they're feeling shitty about their life. They're looking at this fucking influencer going, how can I be like that guy? But yet that guy's being inauthentic. It's a bizarre fucking world. No country for old men, man. No country for old men. And that's what I am. But I do feel young. 
I do. I feel young. Fucking hey, bro. I'm out there. I feel like, uh, you know, I'm gangbusters. I got the fucking, I almost got the cum gutters going. I got fucking, you know, I got hair on my back, but I, you know, it's easily removable. Uh, you know, I got, uh, I'm built kind of well. I'm strong. I got strong legs. Dick, I feel like is getting smaller, but you know, I, heard, I learned about, you know what I learned about this week <laughs> as I'm going through my, uh, you know, my, my mundane life. I heard that they, I didn't ever even knew this. And you just you could tell how little sex I've had in, in you know the past few years. <laughs> uh, they have uh, dick extension condoms. Dick extension condoms. Now I never actually seen one, but I learned that I've learned this week that that is something. Dick. Let me see if I can extension condoms. Yeah, it is something. Dick extension condoms are an actual thing. I never even knew that that was an actual thing. You would think that somebody would invent that. Uh, I'm looking it up now. Uh, Dick Extension, the number one source for adult toys. No, that's not what I want. Okay, trusted rib studded on Dick Extension condoms. Did somebody just, I heard that like over the water cooler type thing that they make Dick, like I guess you put on a condom and it it adds like an extra inch at the end. Is Is that true? Dick extension condoms? Is that something? Uh, maybe maybe I'm just making this shit up, you know? Uh, penis extensors uh, love at Love Honey. Mind-blowing Valentine's. Uh, browse are various selections of adult toys and sexy lingerie online today. Enjoy daily deals and discounts on sex toys with over 25... Uh, whatever. Customer reviews, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Uh, a fucking sex toy company has 215,000 reviews. <laughs> of course, everybody's into... You know, I learned also today, this week that uh, 35% of the internet is porn. 35, 37% actually. 37% of the internet is porn. So there you go. There's a little fucking tidbit for you to go uh, go out through, go throughout your week. My fucking bell. I'm going to hit my fucking bell. Uh, okay, here we go. Ram penis extension condoms. Wow, it's actually a penis extension. Now, it is, uh, yeah, it is actually in a penis. I don't know how it works, though. How does the penis, ex- all I see is dildos. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, reusable, uh, reusable penis sleeve extender. Clear silicone extension sex toy cock and largest condom sheath delay. An ejaculation toy for blah blah blah. So it's it's a a, a clear like thing like it's like a sleeve you put over your dick and it's how do you maintain a, an erection doing I don't know. All right, so you know condom extension penis things are out there. People thirty two to sixty eight if you want to buy them on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon even sells dick extension condoms. Who fucking knew that? They sell everything. Amazon's a juggernaut. By the way, Amazon uh, sent me a thing yesterday saying, hey, we got a whole library of stuff if you want to use for your podcast. All you have to do is pay us $20 a month, and you can use all this music and shit. It's called Artlist. I might join that shit. I realize that doing the podcast for nobody is costing me a shit ton of money, and uh, I am getting very discouraged by that. I need to be an influencer, maybe. I got to be out there influencing people. Hey, enough! I'm an influencer, and I feel like uh, you you think I deserve to be an influencer. Uh, refer me to the people who decide if I'm an influencer or not. You know what I'm saying? I need I need that happening in my life. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got a bunch of random questions, stuff to talk about, and uh, I don't know what I want to do first. Yeah. By the way, you know what I heard this week? Let me play this. Let me play you some hillbilly music. I got a new uh, bit I'm going to try out. It's called Things I've Learned, Things I Overheard in Arizona this week. (laughs) It's called Things I Overheard in Arizona this week. Yeah, new segment I'm going to start. Things I Overheard in Arizona this week. As you know, I am a New Yorker who transplanted to Arizona, and I really uh, am having a tough time uh, mingling with the locals. So this is a, an actual thing I heard from somebody. I'm not going to name them. But this is an actual something. 
verbatim quoted I heard from a person this week talking to me. Things I heard in Arizona this week. Here we go. Well, I was placed under house arrest, but I was homeless at the time. Well, I was placed under house arrest, but I was homeless at the time. That story uh, continued and turned into spending 46 years at his cousin's house. And at the end of that 46 days, sorry, 46 days, he had to go back to jail to fill some paperwork. And he was uh, waiting at the jailhouse, which closed at 3.30, apparently. And uh, they finally took him in at, uh, like, 3.15 to get his paperwork done. And they placed him under arrest. Again, because he had a, he had another warrant. So then, from that point, he went to a holding cell, which where he spent two days. And he was moved around from holding cell to holding cell. And at one point, when he was in his last holding cell, they brought in what they call whales. Whales. Now, those are real inmates. Those are guys from San Quentin. They brought in two guys from San Quentin. So he, this person was in a holding cell by himself at the, at the end of a two-day run. And they bring in a guy from San Quentin. And they put him in his, uh, his holding cell. So he was a little nervous. So they put the, the inmate from San Quentin in his holding cell. Turns, around, turns out to be his cousin. <laughs> God damn it. Billy Bob, what you doing in here? Yeah. That's uh, things I've heard, overheard in Arizona this week, folks. There you go. Uh. Yeah. Arizona's very redneck. Redneck as fuck, people. Sons of bitches. I was put on the house arrest, but I was homeless. How's that work out? Did I find myself a loophole? Because I'm homeless? I don't get it. How can I be under house arrest without a house? I'm constantly outside. Fuck you, cops. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> You'll hear some shit in Arizona. I swear to God, I'll blow your fucking mind. Yeah. Red state, man. Freedom. Fuck it, A. Kill it. Word up. Have a good, you know, good luck. Good for those people. Uh, let's dive in some random questions, man, because I've been ranting for about a half hour. I haven't got to the random questions. Random questions are when people send in, uh, you know, they have a random thought and they send me in uh, some shit and they want me to answer it. So here's our first random question. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys are so random. Now, I did this one last week and I didn't really get to dive into it because I had uh, Chris Italia uh, on the radio program and uh, we were talking about small business and how the local government in New York City has been really fucking killing small business in Manhattan. Basically killing the culture of Manhattan by uh, putting businesses like Chris's, the Stand NYC Comedy Club and Restaurant, under a lot of pressure to fucking survive. Uh, random question. If you can go to dinner with anyone, who would it be? Uh, and here's the second one. Would you rather have a superpower or $10 million? That is Mike Beasy in Michigan. Mike Beasy in Michigan. Uh, I'll answer the second one. Would you rather have a superpower or $10 million? Now, Mike Beasy, that is not a very well thought out fucking random question because clearly I would want to have a superpower and my superpower would be to be brilliant. The smart, that, that's my superpower to be the smartest thing on the planet, the smartest thing on the planet. And if I'm the smartest thing on the planet, clearly I can accumulate $10 million. So come on, Mike Beasy. Oh my God. You guys are so random. Give me something that I can really dive deep on. Hello, Karen. Uh, here are some random questions and some movies for you to review in your show. Uh, movies, if you have seen them before, of course, Interstellar, The Gentleman, and Fool's Gold. They are all Matthew McConaughey movies. Yes. Interstellar was good, but I feel like it was one of those movies that Matthew McConaughey made where like half of it was great. You were totally fucking locked in. But then as like it, the movie went on, you were, it, it kind of turned into like a piece of garbage. <laughs> 
I feel like I only saw it once. I saw it a long time ago, but I remember going, this movie's fucking long as fuck. And they're like in a black hole somewhere. And I'm, I'm completely lost. I don't know what's happening. Uh, I saw fool's gold. I did not like that. If you see McConaughey in a movie, you kind of want him like in shape a little bit. I feel like McConaughey should be in shape. I've never seen the gentleman. Of course, Matthew McConaughey's greatest movie of all time is the, um, dazed and confused. All right. All right. All right. You know, Hey man, you want to go into the beer bus? I'm good, man. Uh, yeah, you know, that's awesome. That's, all right. Here's the uh, random question. Never got to the random question. Uh, random questions. Do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? I don't know. I don't think I believe in ghosts. Uh, but I kind of want to believe in Bigfoot, but I don't bl- really believe Bigfoot in- exists, but I believe that I want to believe in Bigfoot. Does that make sense? Do I even believe in ghosts? No, I don't. I don't think I believe in ghosts because I believe that when you die as a human being, I heard this from somebody. It's a great way to, a great take on death. Uh, when you die, when you actually die, you were just uh, transformed into another dimension. Wait, let me think about that a little bit. Benjamin Timmers, who sent in that random question. If you die, you send in, you, you if you die, if you believe the theory that when you die, you're transferred to another dimension and you start a new life in another dimension, uh, then you would have to imagine somewhere along the line that 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 beaming to another dimension goes awry and you get stuck between dimensions. Is that when you become a ghost? Who knows? That might be something. So maybe I do believe in ghosts? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Um, do I? Yeah, no. I, I I believe that. Do when you die, it makes me think of. It makes me imagine death in a happier way. When you think of. Dying and then being automatically starting a new life in another dimension. I like that idea. I really do. But if that transformation to another dimension, that 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 beam me up Scotty goes a little wrong and you get stuck in the current, you're dead, but you get stuck in the current dimension, then you are a ghost, stuck, and you think that ghost... Yeah, but I watch those ghost things. They never, like the ghost TV shows, they never find shit. I was uh, in bed with an ex-girlfriend one time, and we, uh, we lived together out there on Long Island, uh, the beautiful town of Holbrook. Yikes. Um, and I believe I woke up in bed, and I, saw, I felt like I saw a shadow walking out of the room. It was just my pride. <laughs> no. Uh, I literally thought I saw a shadow walking out of the room, and then I turned to my uh, girlfriend, and I was like, and she goes, um, did you see that as well? And I was like, oh, boy, I should tap out of this relationship. <laughs> Get me out of here. By the way, uh, when you think you see a ghost and then you turn to your girlfriend and go, and she just automatically says, you saw that as well, that is an absolute red flag to get out of that relationship. Uh, do I believe in ghosts? Brenda, uh, definite answer, uh, maybe. <laughs> if that that is can't be classified as a definite answer, but my definite answer to that is maybe I believe in ghosts because I do like the thought that if you die in this dimension, that you're automatically beamed to another dimension to start a new life. So maybe I believe in ghosts because I like I love to believe that if I die in this dimension, I'm automatically going to be beamed to another dimension to start a new life. And hopefully that life isn't the same one in another dimension because I don't want to do another fucking 40 some odd years in this fucking life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, map. Um, what, what would be the one thing you would like to do in your life? Um, you get one wish, so you can only pick, uh, what is the worst food you have ever eaten? That is a lot of questions. 
the worst food I've ever eaten is a uh, lobster. And uh, I will tell you why, because I hate the texture of fucking uh, monsters from the sea. They're all monsters from the sea. You look at a lobster and if that lobster was found in the grass on your front lawn and you didn't know that that was a lobster that was, you know, it didn't actually, you didn't know that that actual, that thing's actual habitat was the ocean. You should spend that belief. That belief never existed. And you see a lobster on your grass and say it was scaled down to like an insect side. That thing's a fucking scorpion. <laughs> you think that's a scorpion and you smash it, right? But no, it's, you know, because somebody has to take a fucking boat out there and dig it out of the water, it's somehow, and, it, and it, it's kind of scaled up in size. It looks like mealable. It's a mealable size. People eat it as a delicacy. I ate a motherfucking lobster at the goddamn Ocean Club here in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. And by the way, if you were a comedian at the table that I was sitting at, you're, you, would, you would be at the, the meeting of a lifetime because I was with all the, like, the monstrous comedy club owners of the country at that one table. <laughs> and it was like, I was thinking that when I was there. And they, you know, I couldn't, I didn't order my own thing. They ordered, like, all this sushi shit. And I literally ate that lobster, and I ate that. I felt like I was chewing on a zit. It felt like I was chewing on a zit. And I was like, how do fucking people eat lobster? I literally want, I almost threw up. I was sitting across from Chris Italia at the table. I I bit into this lobster meat, and it just, like, it, like, popped in my mouth. Like, it it went like that. Every time I bit, it was like, I'm like, this. who eats this shit? It's like chewing on that goddamn, um, uh, poppy shit, that poppy uh, plastic you wrap your gifts in, you know? Fuck, my references suck today. I, I haven't taken my alpha brain. I need to take my alpha brain. There's two things I haven't fucking done on this radio program. Pop my alpha brain and drink my monster. That's why I'm sluggish. Um, so if, uh, if I, what, what was the question? Um, what is the first worst food you ever eaten? Yeah, lobster. Fucking A. It really is. Lobster is the worst fucking food out there. It is not the worst food. It's the worst food I've ever eaten. Yeah. I don't know how anybody eats fucking sardines, man. People eat sardines. Back in the day, back in the 80s, sardines were like a fucking thing. Like, it was it was completely okay for you to bring a can of sardines into a workplace, open that motherfucker up, let it stink out the entire building, and uh, people are like, ah, that's okay. He's eating sardines. Every, it's gross. I don't understand how people eat shit that stinks. How does the smell of fish? Like people, like, let me rephrase this. The smell of fish is usually an odor that most people agree is stinky, but yet people love fish. I don't get that. You know what I mean? Like sushi, for example, you go to a sushi place, you're eating fucking sushi. It's raw fucking, you know, uh, sea meat. <laughs> and it smells. How do you eat that? It's like eating a fucking shoe. After, you know, somebody's been running at it. It's gross. I can only eat shit that I like the smell of. It's not a bizarre thing. People call me a fucking picky eater. I say, fuck you where you're standing. Uh, okay, what was the other one? Uh, what would you be? What would be the one thing you would like to do in your life? Oh, well, the one thing I like to do in my life, and I've already done it before, is pussy, man. Pussy is what you got. It it's, it makes the world go round. You know the one thing I actually would, would like to do. I would like to do this. I would like to do a morning show in New York City for like six months. And I would love to wake up knowing that I can go and broadcast to the people of New York City in Manhattan for like six months. I would love to do that. I honestly, that would be great. And I want to I have a window in my studio where I could look out and see the city. Okay, I don't know. I feel like that's, I, I would love to do that. I, I always wanted to do that ever since I was a kid. That's the one thing I would want to do. I also want to win the Masters, but I'm never, that's never going to fucking happen. Uh, thank you for the random question. Benjamin Timmers out there in Belgium. Oh my God. You guys are so random. Uh, what up, Kieran? This is a random question for you. If you could only eat one thing for breakfast for a year, what would it be? 
Uh, me, I am going with bacon and egg cheese sandwich uh, or sandwich. That is Ray Ray from Virginia, currently known as Ray from North Carolina. Ray Ray from Virginia in the hizzy, bro. Ray Ray from Virginia is an old listener from way back in the day in the early 2000s. He, he was our only black listener. And he would like to point that out. He used to point that out back in the day. And he actually gave Rock and I, my former co-host or current co-host on MIA co-host, I don't know, uh, Rock. He used to give me and Rock uh, our black cards. He gave us, you know, he, he said we were black. We were uh, honorary black people. Um, uh, if I can only eat one thing for breakfast for a year, what would it be? And my answer to that, of course, would be pussy. But if you actually think about that, um, you don't want to eat pussy every day because every month you'd be starving because you're not diving into that motherfucker for a while. And I would imagine pussy is not very uh, fulfilling. It is fulfilling in, in in another way. But as far as filling the belly up, nah, you know, you're not going to be, uh, you know, you're going to be starving like a half hour afterwards. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, but if I'm going to answer that question seriously, uh, I don't know what I, you know, I would just, it's coffee. I mean, that's my whole life. I've done, you know, I would, it wouldn't be one thing. I mean, I would eat bacon. <laughs> if it's one item for a year for bread, it would be bacon. I would just want to eat bacon on a constant. But if it was a, like a thing, like a, uh, is it a whole meal? So, so he said bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. So that means I, he, I, I would go with scrambled eggs and bacon with coffee. And hash browns for a year. Absolutely. I'll do that every, I'll do that, I'll do that for my entire life. And I don't care, it's going to cut 15, 20 years off of my life eating that shit every morning. But I would do that my entire life if I could. That is some fucking shit. Ray Ray from Virginia, currently Ray Ray from North Carolina. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys are so random. Uh, here's another question. Uh, just curious how many, uh, just curious how many listeners uh, do you typically get per show? Thanks, Scott. I don't know where you're from, Scott, but thank you for the fucking random question. That's not a really uh, random question, but uh, how many listeners do I get per show on this radio program? Uh, I have no fucking idea. That is the absolute truth. I'm sure it's not a lot, but I don't really care if it's a lot or not because I do the radio program for the people who listen to it. So if you listen to the radio program and you enjoy it, there you go. That's why I do the fucking radio show. I don't do the radio show to become a uh, the next fucking Joe Rogan or the next cocksucker who thinks he has a voice but really doesn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not that guy. I just do the show because I enjoy doing the fucking show. I like getting my thoughts out there. It's like almost therapeutic to me. Sometimes people chime in. They send me little fucking emails or they send me a DM on the Instagram or whatever the fuck it is. Or they send me a text and they're like, hey, man, good show. That's good enough for me. You know? I don't care how many people listen to the show. I do know back in the day when Rock and I were like the first podcast ever and no one else was around and there was no YouTube's Instagram, TikTok, fucking LinkedIn, Twitter. Twitter wasn't even around. When Rock and I were doing this show, we did about three to 6,000 downloads per podcast or even actually wasn't even called a podcast per broadcast we did. You know, that's what we did. But now I have no idea. I'm sure it's not that many. I'm not, I'm telling you, it's really probably not that many. But here's the thing, Scott, from wherever the hell you are, uh, I still do, no matter how many people do listen to the show, whether, cause I, I actually think it is not that many. I get a lot of fun. I, my, my interaction, my interaction with listeners, that percentage is high. I would imagine 75% of the people who listen to this fucking show, you know, whether it's 100, 200 to 600, they all fucking chime in. I get shit all the time sent to me by people everywhere. I have conversations with folks I've never met. Handfuls of folks I've never met. Handfuls. I have running dialogues with folks I have never met and probably will never meet. And I consider them, like, I feel like I know them because we texted and all this shit. I don't know who the hell I'm texting. I know their alias name. I don't know what they look like or anything. So it's cool, man. It's like a community, man. Community. Thank you, Scott, for the question. I appreciate that. Uh, for the rent. Oh my God. You guys are so random. By the way, I don't even know if that was actual a random question or not. <laughs> I don't even know if that was a fucking random question. Here we go. One more random question. Here we go. 
My God. You guys are throwing around them. Uh, if the Super Bowl teams had to wear something other than a football uniform, what would you have them wear? What would I have them wear? I don't know what I would fucking... If a Super Bowl... If the Super Bowl teams had to wear something other than a football uniform to play the game, what would you have them wear? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I used to love the lingerie football league. I actually banged the girl who played in the lingerie football league. That was actually something. Let me get a little fucking props on that. Who do you know in your life, listener? I will ask you this. Who banged a lingerie football player? And no, it was not a male lingerie football league. Bill Lumberg, facts. Love you, brother. Thank you, Bill Lumberg. Lumberg, I fucked her. I fucked her. I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, uh, all right. The football, what would I have? I, I, don't, I don't know. That's Rim from San Francisco. I feel like Rim is not much of a football or sport guy watcher. He's not, a, he's not into sports, I feel like, Rim. I don't know how to answer your question, Rim. I feel like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's football. I mean, football, I mean, rugby's played in Australia and they don't wear shit. So if I answered Limba, I would have them not wear anything. I, I don't know. You know what I would do? I would have, have them all carry guns. <laughs> That's what I would do. So the, if I had the, had the Super Bowl teams uh, wear something other than a football uniform, I would just have them wear their street clothes and carry guns. There you go. That's what I would do. I don't know if that's inappropriate. I really could go deeper with that to make it really more, way more inappropriate, but I'm not going to. Thank you, Rem from San Francisco, for the random question. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys are throwing around them. Fucking A, Rem. Rem's not, Rem doesn't watch. Rem clearly does not watch uh, football. All right, I'm going to take a real quick break. 30 seconds. I'll be back. MoreLunaticRadio.com show right after this. You know, the one thing that would make this better? A really big hit of window pane acid. Lunatic Radio. Don't be unsociable. I don't know him. Who the hell am I sitting next to? Lunatic Radio's on Facebook. Oh, they all just go there? Everybody yes. says. Are we on there, Ron? Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Take a moment and follow them now. I hate them! Before Kieran has another international incident. What do you like? Tits! Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. Anna says a friend. Yes, we like that. I like you, you like me. We can have a ham sandwich together. It's called the friendship on the Facebook. Facebook.com slash Lunatic Radio. If you are a proud supporter of LunaticRadio.com show and you like to see this show flourish or just Rock and I become alcoholics, you can donate to the LunaticRadio.com show by simply going on our website, Rocket Fireway. Yes, absolutely. Donations. Go to the website on LunaticRadio.com and select from one of the options, even a recurring amount, or simply just uh, give whatever you, you feel. Anything and everything is appreciated and helps pay for any of the expenses for this show and helps us keep going and you know not have to dig out of our pockets. And we appreciate, again, anything you can give. Right. So give a shit and give us a donation. <laughs> well, give money. Don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> I can go on about that one. So log on to the lunaticradio.com website. If you would be so kind and give us a donation, it would be great. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes, from the lunaticradio.com show. Now back to Kieran and Rock. They may suck. That is all. I think everybody saw me doing editing. Uh, I realized I didn't have all my shit loaded for the segment I wanted to do next. It is the LR Radio Show. Thank you to Bill Longberg for checking us, checking in. 716-325-0299 if you want to call in the radio program. Uh, yeah. Social media, at Lunatic Radio, across the board. Instagram is what I pay attention to. I am... I can't get involved in TikTok because TikTok is is just a place for pedophiles. 
pedophiles and twinks. I'm not going there, man. That place is dangerous. That TikTok shit, man. Chris Atelli was sending me TikTok shit. The, the silhouette challenge. You know, the silhouette challenge that's happening out there. It's like these girls, they, uh, you know, like they're standing in a doorway. This is a TikTok thing. They stand in a doorway and they're in their normal clothes. And all of a sudden the music changes. And they have like a red backdrop like I have behind me. And it's like a sweat silhouette of their body. It's very hot. Uh, but apparently uh, somebody, <laughs> you know, the people out there have figured out how to take that that filter and reverse it. So, like, there's no filter. There's no red filter around these girls who are doing the silhouette challenge. And you can actually see them naked or whatever the hell they're wearing. Scantily clad lingerie or whatever. So, the silhouette challenge is not really working out for the broads out there. Uh, we're doing a silhouette challenge because the uh, criminals and creeps of the world have figured out how to uh, conquer the silhouette challenge. And now they're just seeing you pretty much naked. I can't watch the silhouette challenge stuff because uh, all it leads me to is, um, you know, on porn sites and, and getting into rabbit holes, uh, looking for like old porn stars and videos I used to watch when I was a kid. Some reason I noticed that with my porn watching. I go back to porn... Uh, videos that I watched when I was like in my heyday. <laughs> like I'll go back to, you know, stuff I watched when I was 22. Like I remember that's fucking sad. My fucking career of porn watching is, is quite extensive. It's all normal porn though. I don't go like the, with the weird shit. People do that. You know, that's when you have a problem. I feel like, but if you're, you know, standard fucking, you know, bang girl, bangs guy, guy bangs girl kind of thing. You know, and you're not into like fucking, I need to see that lampshade up her ass. Like that kind of, if you're getting like that deep, you got to stop. Yeah, you know, because you're getting a little too, you know, fucking, you know, your mind's turning to mush. Your mind's turning to mush. Um, I was masturbating behind those trees over there. You can end up like that guy. You know what I'm saying? All right, here we go. Uh, oh, this was sent in to me by Chuck in Tampa, home of the uh, Super Bowl this week. Chuck in Tampa sent me a um, an article about a guy who had a dick chastity belt on. Like they make this apparatus, it's it's like a dick cage. It's a cage for your dick. It's like a you know, like girls wear a chastity belt and. You can't get to the vagina because they, you, know, you need a key to unlock it. Well, they make that for your dick. There's some Chinese company out there that makes them for your dick. And I have an image up there. It's literally this thing. <laughs> it looks like, it almost looks like a like a ring, a, ring doorbell. <laughs> it really almost looks like a ring doorbell. But what you do is, is that you slide your, there's like a, you know, a cylinder where you slide your dick in and then you, you like clamp down and it locks. Now, this apparatus, which is called a fucking, I'm going to just call it a dick cage. Uh, this dick cage is also linked to a website on your phone so their partner could lock and unlock the dick. This is certainly for gay men. This is a gay men thing, I don't think, or, you know, the dominatrix fucking thing. But there, he said, Chuck sent me an article, listener Chuck out there, uh, he sent me an article about a guy who was wearing one of these dick cages. He was a gay man. He was wearing a dick cage. And uh, his dick cage got hacked by somebody. So somebody other than his partner on the on their cell phone had access and, and cracked the code to this guy's dick cage, which he was wearing. So he couldn't get the goddamn thing off. You know? And, uh... The hacker made the guy give him a thousand Bitcoin. Like the guy, you know, held held ransom on it. So the guy had a, the guy with the dick cage on, the victim, sent the guy a thousand Bitcoin. And the hacker was like, eh, that's not enough. I need more. <laughs> so this guy had a dick cage on him. I mean, anything you stick on your dick. Better not have a Wi-Fi or Bluetooth connection. It should never be 
Bluetooth compatible. You know, don't put anything on your dick that has a signal which can then be controlled by somebody not in the facility. Somebody else, somewhere else, some dude hacking. My dick never, yeah. Ne- like, I get terrified when I do manscaping and I'm going to cut my something on my dick, you know, with a razor or a buzzer, you know. In, in no way would I put anything, any apparatus on my on my on my hammer. But this dick cage thing is out there. Breaking news alert. Uh, the dick cage thing is out there. And this dude put his dick cage on and some hacker hacked it. <laughs> That's fucking America for you, man. I swear to God. How unlucky can you be? I mean, I don't know how that hacker, uh, it had to be somebody that he knew, you know, because how does, you know, I don't, how do you ask for Bitcoin? Like if somebody asked me for Bitcoin, I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, or somebody asked me for Doge currency. I don't fucking know. Give me, you know, how do you know? I mean, I don't get, I don't get how the dick cage really stays on the dick, but apparently it does. Oh, I think it cups around the balls. So it's got like, it's a weird apparatus. Like it's got a, I think it has like almost like a mousetrap hammer, like a bar, mousetrap bar. And I think that locks around your balls. And as your shaft goes down into this tube, like this cylinder, and then it like, it clamps down like, and then it's locked, you know? And the only way you can open up, open it up is by going on the app, which is, which unlocks it. Like your partner can be like, okay, time to take your dick out. And they go on the app and they hit a button and they unlock your dick cage. That is nuts. For you to buy one of those and put that, like people in general, women, women, you listen to this radio program. Stop fucking with your, your your private parts. Leave them alone. God intended those things to be taken out in special moments, not in parks, not in relational areas, and certainly don't put fucking electronics on them. Girls, I know you put the you got the rubber. You get the battery-operated fucking shit. It's a little dangerous. It's a little fucking dangerous. Like, when I went to a, the Exotica Expo one time, back in the day, and I was covering it for the lunaticradio.com show, doing hard-breaking news, motherfuckers. And they had this apparatus. They had this thing for couples at the uh, Erotica Expo. There was, like, a whole booth dedicated to it. It was for couples that, like, say, like, the husband goes on a business trip, and he's over in France, and the wife's home in um, America. And it's something like he could take one part of the thing. It's like um, it's like a jacking sleeve. He could take that to France. He puts it over his hammer. And the woman has like a joystick at home. And she just strokes the joystick. And the apparatus that the guy has in fucking France, he puts that on his dick. And it, it feels like the wife's hands, you know, jerking him off. And I'm just like, that is fucking dangerous. That is an accident waiting to happen. You know? I feel like that's dangerous. Stop putting electronics into your bull sex and vaginas. You know, you might kill your sperm count. Sperm were just like, you know, just swimming around going, hey, you do it. Do you, do, you, do you feel like you're getting a spermy brain tumor because there's a fucking electrical current coming through this guy's bull sack? I don't know if I made any sense right there, but don't put your dicks in cages. Knock it off, people. Get a hold of yourself. You know? Stop it. Stop it already. Three people watching. Thank you very much. <laughs> By the way, this, this is a shout out to the woman who reportedly performed oral sex on a would-be robber at a gas station over there across the pond. I don't know where the fuck this was. Uh, I think I have the article here. Uh, it was like a fucking, you know, one of them weird, like... Uh... uh it was a Slava King gas station. There it was. So uh, the woman has remained unnamed, but apparently a would-be robber broke into a mini mart uh, and demanded everybody's money when he broke in. Uh, and 
There was a 36-year-old woman. The man was 24. The would-be robber was 24 years old. He broke into the gas station, allegedly threatened to kill employees if they didn't empty the trash register, the, the trash registers, the cash registers. Um, um, so the employees caved to the demands. The employees reported handed the robber the money, who then turned, uh, who who then punched a staff member several times. Uh, the station's employee then fled to the back room uh, where another co-worker was located and called the police. Uh, not satisfied with the amount of cash the robber received, the cops say the suspect then entered the back room where he attempted to get more money from the store staff. The second employee reportedly bolted. Uh, waiting to thwart the robbery in progress, the woman customer then Reportedly went up to the suspect and distracted him by performing oral sex on him until the cops came. So a motherfucker comes into the gas station, goes, give me all your money, motherfuckers. And a woman just gets on her knees and starts blowing the guy. And the guy's like, oh, all right. It's like fucking uh, uh, that dude from uh, Goodfellas. I forget his name. Great actor. One of the greatest actors of all time. Oh, all right. It's like Karen getting on her knees because she needs some money to go shopping. Uh, and then the cop showed up and cuffed the guy. So that lady who uh, remains nameless uh, literally thwarted the robbery at the uh, gas station minimart there in the uh, uh, Slovakia, I guess. Fucking Christ. Good for her. That is some shit. Yeah. Um, so we did the Dick Cage hacker and that, that guy. Ooh, oh, yeah. Here's another fucking thing that I don't get. I don't get this. This was in the New York Post the other day. Apparently there's some dude in Florida. A man from Florida is known as an exotic Weight gainer. He's an exotic weight gainer. He has 8,000 followers on Instagram. This man eats 10,000 calories per day for the delight of his fans. He's 500 pounds. Eats 10,000 calories per day. I have an image of him. Um, his name is, uh, his nickname is Gainer Bull who consumes three large combo meals and at least th three sides per day, amounting to four times the standard daily calorie intake for an adult male. He's 44 years old, lives in Palm Beach. Uh, he shares pics of his daily loading sessions. Uh, a self Self-described erotic weight gainer. His road to internet stardom began more than 20 years ago. This guy's been doing this for 20 fucking years. Um, his name is Brian. What's his full name? Brian. I guess he doesn't give his full name. Let me see. Oh, it doesn't give his full name. His name is Brian. Um, Self-described erotic weight gainer. I got pictures of him on the internet if you're watching this. Uh, subscribe to YouTube by Lunatic Radio Show on YouTube. Um... The self-described erotic weight gainer, his road to internet stardom began 20 years ago when Brian began bulking up after reporting weighing a lean 185 pounds. He now weighs 500 pounds. As a teenager, he started to get excited, he said, by ever by his ever-expanding stomach. This guy's got a fucking stomach like a goddamn... It looks like he has six watermelons in his fucking stomach, this guy. Unreal. I don't get this. So, of course, he's got an OnlyFans. Fast forward to the day, the bodybuilder. This guy's not a bodybuilder. <laughs> the blobby builder. Yeah, that's what they call him. Oh, there we go. The Florida hua. Yeah. Uh, fast forward to the day, the blobby builder. Ha ha. Whack, whack. Hijinks, hijinks. Has an OnlyFans account where folks can pay $20 a month to oogle his uh, gargantuan gut. Uh. He's racked up more than uh, 11,000 likes in his 
uh, and his uh, financial contribution on supposedly go towards loading sessions. So people are giving this guy money on his OnlyFans for him to eat. Good for him. Well, there you go. This guy's uh, he's got eight thousand followers on Instagram, and uh, he is a fat piece of shit. <laughs> and that is his goal to be a fat piece of shit. This is the world we're living in. Hey, this guy, Brian, woke up in Florida one day. He was 185 pounds and he was a teenager 20 years ago. And he was like, you know what, Ma? I'm just going to be a fat piece of shit. And that's what he became. That's it. I don't knock this guy. I actually congratulate him because he achieved his goal. And people know about his goal and they know that he achieved it. His goal was to become a fat piece of shit. And people are like, okay, we'll give you money for it. You're killing it in the fat piece of shit world. You're like the Tiger Woods is a fat piece of shit. You give people pay you to eat and watch you eat. What a winter chicken dinner. All the puns intended. Uh, yeah, so that fucking guy, yeah, fuck it, man. You know, I was going to do the wacky, like, fucking, oh, this guy's such a fucking, the world's, what's the world coming to, bro? Nah, this is perfectly fine. This guy had a goal and he achieved it. Nothing wrong with this guy. He's got a big belly. He likes his big belly. That was his goal initially 20 years ago. He, he achieves his goals way more than I did. 20 years ago, I was like, I'm going to be fucking, you know, on all the platforms. I'm going to be in Sirius XM. I'm going to do... You know, everything. I'm going to be the voice of a generation. I am the voice in my head 20 years later. That's it. The only one listening to me is me. This guy achieved something. I get it, you know. He didn't work as hard as me to achieve nothing. He just sat on his couch and people were like, he just ordered takeout for 20 years and became that. But he achieved something, put his mind to something, right? Put his mouth to something. Huh. Yeah, good for him, you know. What can I say? Teach his own, you know. Hey, I don't even know what I'm saying. I like to just make noises like randomly, you know. You ever do that? Just like your mind goes blank and you're just like, you just make noises. I don't know, somehow it's just like, it's like a reset, hitting a reset button on your head. Oh, whew, whew. yeah. Okay, now I'm good. I'm going to be here, Bob. It's like, oh, whew. all right, I'm good, man. Back at it. Uh, yeah, I think I covered everything I wanted to do. Uh, the Super Bowl is tomorrow, and uh, I shouldn't have said that because I don't like dating the radio programs, but... Something happened to the Super Bowl. I'll be back doing a radio program uh, later this week. I am trying to figure out how to schedule these radio programs. Clearly, the once a week is not working out. Um, I got to be more, you know, because a lot of shit happens. This is more of like what happens. I, re, I, re, I reflect on what happens in the world on this show. Uh, so if anything happens in the Super Bowl, I will be back right on the air uh, covering whatever the fuck that, that is. But if nothing happens and... You know, fuck it. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> uh, please uh, check out the uh, subscribe to the Lunatic Radio Show on YouTube so you get all the uh, information on when I'm going live. Uh, follow the lunaticradio.com show on Instagram and Twitter at Lunatic Radio. And uh, I'm going to get rid of the fat guy thing, get back to my, there we go. I got to switch the graphics, switch the graphics, by the way. Let's take a moment and um, let's take an intermission. And uh, look at the beauty of the great Paige Spernick. Talk about influencers. There she is. God damn. Paige Spernick has like 2 million followers on everything. And she plays golf and she's got a sick rack, dude. I actually entered a contest. I actually entered a contest to play golf with that girl. Hopefully I win. I really want to play golf with her. Four. 
I hope I get a chance to play golf with this girl. I think I can beat her. To be honest with you, I'm a, I hit the ball long, bro. I'm a long ball player. Archie's really good, though. And she's very pretty. So hopefully that happens. The great Paige Spernick. Uh, at Paige Renee somewhere. I don't know. It's on Instagram. Just look up Paige Spernick. You'll find her. She's everywhere. She's doing stuff. She's got her own podcast. Everybody does. Christ Almighty. Hey, let's go back to the thing. Back, back to that. No, that is me. There we go. There we go. And then we're back. All right. Yeah. So that's the uh, radio program for tonight, people. I wanted to. Uh, I thank you for listening, Bill Lumberg. Thank you for the shirts, by the way. Back in the day, uh, Comprende, dickhead. Comprende, dickhead. Fucking a, bro. Love that. I got the beer koozie still. All right, man. Enjoy the rest of your uh, time, people. I will see you later in the week for more LunaticRadio.com shows. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Go Tom Brady because he's the GOAT. Fuck the other guy because he's too young. I, I just hate the Chiefs. I hate red. I'm not a big red guy. You know, and plus the middle of America, you guys need to take a break for a while. Like, you know, come on. Let's, let's, let's have a Florida team do something. You know? Thank you to Bill Lumberg for checking in live. Thank you to everybody, five viewers in there. I'm already done. You guys missed half the show. You want to call in quick? I'll continue this motherfucker. 716-325-0299. Oh, no one called in. All right. Thank you, everybody. Peace. LR Radio Broadcast, 20 years running, still haven't figured out shit. Fucking podcasters. Podcasters are lame. You gotta go live, man. You gotta go live. I don't care if no one's listening to the show right now, but I'm doing it live. I'm not recording myself and editing myself. Let's fucking get on there. Fuck your shit, get off, go drink your beers, go home, jerk off, that's all you're gonna do. Peace out, motherfuckers. Catch you on the flip side, aka Bill Lungberg. I was just about to do a TPS report joke, but then I decided not to. Alright, later.